Wildly Worthy acknowledges the traditional owners of country. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Hey, I'm Ella. And I'm Elle. And we want to welcome you to Wildly Worthy. The podcast that brings you inspiring conversations, insight and tell all stories about overcoming obstacles, owning your worth and living life on your terms. From healing to personal growth, relationships and self-discovery, we have got you covered. So whether you're looking for motivation, guidance or just a good old laugh, tune in to Wildly Worthy and be wildly you. Hey guys, we're here for another episode and I'm Ella and I'm Elle and we're here to talk about something that we all want as human beings and that is to be seen, heard, acknowledged, accepted and loved Mm, and recognized for who we truly are. Mm. Being seen is something that we are all striving for in our own unique ways and you know, if you think about a a toddler, they're always, they're just putting themselves out there, they're so confident Mm. But here we are. And so what does it actually mean to be seen? It's a term that's been kind of thrown around a lot in the last couple of years. And we're here to kind of unpack that a little bit and and have a big conversation around what it means and what it actually means if we don't show up and allow ourselves to be seen as well. Mm, Because there's the kind of like the surface level things of being seen. There's the external, the appearance and the behavior. makeup. Yeah, the things that we do or the name badges that we wear, the title that's on our business card. But then there's the internal things, the deeper level stuff, our values, our emotions, or even seen in the experiences that we have had. Yeah. Mm, and seen as our true self as well. It's it's really allowing ourselves to take off the mask, to show up authentically as ourselves and really allow ourselves to be seen for who we are and what mm. truly matters to us. Because it's so linked to our self-worth and our enoughness. Because again, like the fear of being rejected mm. is, you know, this fear of if, if I'm not seen, right? If I don't put my hand up, then I'm, I'm not seen. I think for me, this really showed up in my like younger years in my life of being so extroverted and so loud and like feeling like if I was seen for being loud and heard and obnoxious and taking up space that I would be seen, but I was always left kind of feeling invisible. Mm. I was so, so seen. Misunderstood. So misunderstood. Mm. Oh my gosh, she takes me back to that. You remember that Pink song? (laughs) Or was it her album called that? I don't know, but whatever that album was, you know what I'm talking about? So good. Yeah, because if I am seen, well, that can bring up a whole lot of questions, right? If I'm seen, will I be accepted? Do you remember starting in business? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So when even when Ella and I started and we'd do Facebook um, lives, you can talk about it. I don't want to... You can share what you Even before Ella came along, I remember when I first... Like when Facebook lives were actually a thing... I um I did like one of my first ever Facebook lives and I had a huge fear of being seen for so much of my life. I was so afraid of getting up and doing speeches at school. I was terrified of putting myself in the spotlight and I really limited myself for so much of my life. So jumping in and going live on Facebook was huge for me, but I was committed to growth. And I remember at the time I blocked my now partner because I didn't want him to see the Facebook live that I was doing. And I got on, I was literally sweating. Like I was near panic attack. I'm pacing up and down my lounge room. I'm doing it with a friend as well. So it's not like I'm there on my own, but I was so terrified of doing this thing. And so we do the live 
I get back on Facebook and I realize that I've actually deleted my partner because that's what happens when you block people. And so I had to kind of come back into the conversation with him with my tail between my legs and say, hey, I I actually deleted your Facebook today because I did a live and I didn't want you to see it, right? Because I was so afraid of him seeing me in that light. I had all these stories going on in my mind because the people that are closest to us sometimes, it, it, it can feel like we've got the most to lose with those people. And so we can be terrified of showing them the true us. Mm. And when we start doing this work as well, like we see it with so many of the women that come through retreats or our programs or our one-on-one, that they they start this journey and then they go home and they feel so different, Mm. but the world isn't ready to meet them yet. And I really faced off with a lot of that in my journey of my change challenged people. Mm. It really challenged people. And that's why yourself, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but not wanting to show up because, well, what if then I'm rejected by my partner? Mm. Mm. And, you know, will I be loved is yeah. another one that we can throw around. Mm. Like that's a huge conversation. Like will I actually still be loved if I show up Will people up as like myself? me? Will people like me? Am I enough? Yeah. Will I sound stupid? Yeah. Am I, am I worthy? Mm. There can be so many questions and internal stories that happen and, and these are the things that can stop us from fully allowing ourselves to be seen because we can have all of these fears, all of these question marks in our, our mind and thoughts going on and so we're going to dive into that a little bit deeper. Mm. And these questions can really cripple us. Mm. And, you know, I know for myself personally, my fear of being seen was was huge because I'd experienced pain through the hands of people close to me in life. And, you know, I'd created this story that if I let people see me, then I can be hurt. And that was a big story that I I carried for a long time. If people can actually see me, then I can be hurt. Therefore, I'm going to put this invisible cloak on and I'm going to hide and I'm going to dim and and suppress myself so that I'm safe here. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, it's kind of like the opposite. Mm. I thought that if I could take up more space, if I could be seen more, then maybe I would be seen. But I was just so fucking chaotic. Mm. I was such such an emotional mess. And I think that's when, you know, people have started to get to know me now. I uh, had a a wedding recently and at the wedding, one of my dear friends who really held me and and was there for me during kind of like my awakening stages, you would say, but like my really bad complex PTSD, she had a moment with me and she was just like, oh, like you have just come so far. She's like, you Mm. are so grounded. She's like, it is just so beautiful to see And it's so funny now when somebody says to me like, oh, you're just so grounding because I'm like, what? (laughs) Like that is not something that I identify with. Mm. I was um, filling out the application for Married at First Sight the other night. I've got to make a video. So guys, (laughs) I haven't done it, but should I do it? Let me know. Um, And so for the application, I had to message you to be like, hey, what are some words that like you would sum me up as? And there was one in there, you said resourceful. And I was like, oh my goodness, I am so resourceful. It was something that I hadn't seen in myself. Mm. And so like if you, even if you are married, like if you're in a relationship, if you're single, go and fill out the maths application form because there was some great questions in that. Mm. There was a lot of like reflection and yeah, it was quite fun. Mm. Or download our journaling workbook, whatever you want. Because <laughs> we can look to these people around us to give us that that validation mm. and, you know, who do you see me as kind of thing. But we can sometimes be blocked in actually seeing ourselves fully as yeah. well. Because yeah. when we are 
hiding and suppressing. It's like we're putting on this invisible cloak and we are, you know, not allowing the world to see us. But in that, we can almost become invisible. Mm, yeah. It's like people can't see us. Yeah, mic drop. Yeah, and then we get frustrated mm. <laughs> and why why isn't anyone seeing me? Why isn't anyone hearing me? Why aren't mm. I getting the promotions at work? Why aren't I, you know, calling in the things that I want? Because we're actually hiding. Mm. And validation is what so many people want, especially you and I are both projectors and we recently learned through Kirsten Morrison, incredible human design reader, that we thrive on that, mm. on that recognition. And so, you know, I don't know about manifestors or generators or reflectors or any of the other human design. I'm a Leo. I don't care. <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> Classic Leo trait. Um, it, but again, like being a Leo too, mm. my son is uh, in Leo, my moon is in Cancer and my rising, no, my rising. you got something in Gemini. That's all I've I got know. something in Gemini, which your son is Gemini. And I'm a Gemini. And we've got a lot of placements in Capricorn, Capricorn, which is like our organization. But, you know, for, for it, it is, it's that wanting that validation from others, but <laughs> the core of everything that I have learned is that validation has got to come from self. Mm. And there's so many people seeking validation through social media, seeking validation through wanting to get the followers, wanting to get the, the deals, wanting the to likes. get the, the likes, the scenes, the shares, the saves, the whatever it might be, get the promotion. I chased the corporate ladder so much. Mm. I moved. I was working in retail. This is just one little example. I was 19 years old working on the Gold Coast. I worked for Ali Fashions for a long time and I started in store manager and I wanted, I started as casual, wanted to be a store manager, no positions available. So I moved to Townsville when I was 20 to run a store there. Then I came back to Melbourne. I came back to the Gold Coast, get my facts straight, came back to the Gold Coast, worked here for a little bit, um, opened up three stores, moved to Canberra. While I was in Canberra, Evelyn went to Melbourne and was like, I love Melbourne. I want to move. I was like, made a phone call hey, big boss, like what's happening in Melbourne? She was like, are you kidding? All yours. So I went to Melbourne. I opened up eight stores and I was there for two and a half years and that corporate ladder of that wanting to achieve, mm. wanting to just get to that next thing. It was like that next dopamine hit, that next serotonin, that that good girl, mm. right? I'll be seen here. Yeah, but I never was. Mm. I never, like, to the extent that I wanted to be seen. Because were you showing up as your authentic self in all of that? 100% no. Yeah. So you're like, we can throw ourselves out there in all of these ways and I see you in that, right, climbing the corporate ladder, being there. But if you're not doing it out of an authentic space and we're not really showing up as ourselves, we're not going to feel seen in it because it's like we're... Like almost invisible sometimes. And it's like the dating game. Yeah. I know that, like, you haven't been in it for a while, but... We want to be seen. Yeah. We've got a couple of, like I'm single, but we've got a couple of other single girlfriends as well. And just that wanting to be seen for who you are, yet are you really putting your best foot forward? Mm. I was watching the Oscars the other night and I was just reflecting on all the different groups and the minorities and different cultures and things like that and, you know, getting up and saying their speeches and, and standing up there on behalf of all of these different groups and just I could just see this desire to be seen and to represent and to be understood and just I, I took a step back and really just observed it all and, and I said to my partner, 
we just are all, the world is just made up of all of these small and large minority groups of people that just want to be understood, that want to be seen, that want to be valued, that want to know that they matter. And that's Mm. really all that's going on in this planet. We all just want and are seeking those things. And yet in order for us to fully experience that we've got to be showing up as our true self we've got to allow ourselves to be seen and we've also got to allow ourselves to learn how to validate ourselves as well yeah because that's what it really does come down to we've got this idea that we need others to validate us when it truly starts with ourselves Mm, everything starts within Mm -hmm. it truly does and so how can you validate yourself in this moment how can you acknowledge yourself in this moment what would that look like Mm. And inviting you to like create a couple of affirmations around what that might look like Mm. for you, right? Affirm it to yourself. Affirmations, affirm, affirm something, affirm the truth. Yeah. Mm. And if you're listening to this and you're really resonating with being seen and the fear of that, Mm. stepping into acceptance around that. Yeah. And it truly starts as well, like self-esteem, right? Because self-esteem, when we hold somebody to a high, high level of esteem, yeah, we look at the celebrities, we look at the royals, we look at, you know, public figures and we hold them to a high level of esteem. Self-esteem is holding ourselves to that high mm-hmm. level as well, which so many of us aren't doing because we've got this fear of rejection. We've got this fear of, well, I don't know who I am at my best. Judgment, vulnerability. Yeah, we're not willing to explore. Mm. And so being seen really is exploring the vulnerability. It's it's exploring your unpolished side as well. And for a recovering perfectionist, I, you know, used to really struggle with that. I used to really struggle with showing my unpolished side because I thought that that would mean X, Y, and Z around me. Mm. Yeah. And it's so interesting, like the way that we, people do see us Mm. because people... You know, even we experience it in the first couple of days at retreat where, you know, people come into the retreat and they kind of think that I'm this like big, scary, you know, wog woman that, you know, (laughs) is going to like bite their head off. (laughs) Hey guys, if you're listening, I know, right? I know. I see you. I know what you're thinking, but a couple of days in, what do you realize? You realize that I'm actually a little bit savage. <laughs> and I'm like the big comforting mama that's like, come here, darling. And I will look into your soul. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm like, I got your hand and we can do this together. <laughs> Ella's like, yeah. you right. can do this. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because we do make these assumptions about people. Yeah. But, you know, being seen, that's, you know, it's, it's all about letting down the walls. Mm. It's, it's, it's leaning into that vulnerability. It's allowing yourself to be openly emotional with people around you and to let go of that fear of judgment. Mm. It doesn't matter what other people think of you. It's their experience. You know, everyone's going to have their own experience of you. It doesn't mean that their experience of you is true. Yeah, that's it. Because if you look at anybody, everybody's experience of everything is different. Two people can grow up in the same house with an abusive mother or an Mm. alcoholic father and two children can grow up and take completely different routes in their life Mm. because somebody sees the behaviour and mirrors it or somebody sees the behaviour and draws that line in the sand and says, that's not going to be me. Mm. So allowing people to have whatever experience they need of you, of life, and knowing that, you know, they all can coexist at the same time, but when we anchor into who we truly are, 
and we get comfortable in that and we get comfortable with sharing ourselves in safe spaces to start with. If that's what feels good for you, finding some safe spaces where you do feel safe with people and just practice. Yeah. And that's one of the things I most love about Reconnect Retreat is the walls come down Mm -hmm. and people truly allow themselves to be vulnerable and to be real with people that they don't even know. And, you know, we have a beautiful process that we do on day five and people just weep and just are, you know, brought to their knees and just this beautiful emotion because they feel so seen. And it's so interesting seeing this happen time and time after again, that they're so seen by these complete strangers. And sometimes they feel even more seen by these people after five days than they've felt by everybody else in their life for however long that they've existed on this earth Mm -hmm. because they've truly allowed people in. Yeah. And our Reconnect Girls, if you are listening, go and get your pieces of paper. You know the process that we're talking about. Mm. Yeah. And this is it. And I think one of the beautiful things that does come out of that process of being seen is that if these people that have known me for five days can see this because I've been my raw and real and authentic self, like the people that do know me, if I was to show a little bit more vulnerability, if I was to put myself out there a little bit more, maybe that gets to be the experience that they get to have of me. Mm. Yeah, because there are so many people that, do want to see you, but your walls have come up. And, you know, in that as well, like why have your walls come up? Mm, what's happened? What's happened? What's the stuff? What are the life events? What are the what are the things that have happened? I remember working with a client once and she was um, really struggling to speak in front of her, um, like a boardroom of people, so like 20 people maximum. And she was like, I just, I can't do it. And my boss is like, you know, telling me that I have to give these presentations, but I can't do it and I'm going to lose my job. And like, she was in a complete freak out. And I was like, it's okay. Like, let's work through this. And we did a session. And in that session, she went back to a memory where when she was like in year two, she went to get up to speak in front of the class and the whole class laughed at her. Mm. And so she just went into complete, you know, paralysis and was like, uh, uh, and couldn't stumble on her words. And then she went and sat back down and, you know, the kids continued to laugh and her mind in that moment was like, we are never doing this again. Mm. And so here she is, you know, 25 years later, not able to get up and, and speak in front of people. So in the session, we cleared that memory. She actually then, cha- the subconscious mind changed that memory for her that she got up to speak in front of the class and the class clown, you know, grade two, class clowns still exist even in the workplace. We all know (laughs) who we're talking about. And so, right, wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard and validated for all the right and wrong reasons. And so in her her new memory was that they were laughing at at that other child, the class clown, Mm. not her. And so she was able to get up and, you know, present and then a week later... She was like, I have been asked to speak in front of 2,000 people and I think I can do it. Mm. And this is just like the beauty of like, okay, well, you may have this fear of being seen, whether that is in a public setting, a public speaking setting, a on social media, doing a Facebook Live, uh, whatever it might be, but what are the reasons that are stopping you from wanting to be seen? Mm. What what are the experience, whether or not it's the experience that you've had, the belief that you have, the story that you're telling yourself. Yeah, because you can overcome that. Mm. 
whatever is being created can be destroyed. And, mm. you know, if, if there is a fear there, it's come from somewhere and knowing that it is safe to be seen. And the biggest fear, actually, the biggest fear on the planet is public speaking. Mm. Hands down. <laughs> can so relate. But vulnerability is visibility. You know, when we meet in vulnerability, we can we can see each other. And that's why, you know, when people share personal stories online and things like that, everyone's on there wanting to resonate with it because mm, me too. Me too. We, we just feel so understood in that moment. We realize that we're not the only one navigating through it. And so, you know, when we can really connect with people on that deeper level, we're going to con- connect and form deeper relationships with those people around us. And so wherever you're at on this journey, whatever this podcast has brought up for you, just knowing that it is safe to be seen and it's safe to go into whatever it is that's stopping you from fully experiencing that and to let it go. Yeah. And we have so many processes, so many, so many, um, kind of like tangible things that you can do to overcome this as well. And the main one is just one foot in front of the other and keep going, keep putting yourself out there. Mm. Yeah. What would it look like to like be 1% more seen each day? Like Mm -hmm. to start showing up just a little bit more because you can ease into this. And on the other side of that is you being seen, is you being validated, is you being accepted, loved, and just understood on a whole new level. Yeah. And I want to speak to like, you know, the bad bitches out there that are like, yes, I want to go and help people and I want to inspire people and I want to, you know, show up and, and share. And I have so much information that I can share. But then you're sitting underneath the sheets listening to this podcast too afraid to put the video on selfie and share your message or share your your modalities or share what it is that you can help somebody through. Mm. Like stop hiding under the sheets and get up and just do the thing. Stop Face hiding. Stop hiding. We see you. We see you holding yourself back and we see you giving in to, you know, the story inside your head and we see you playing small playing small, and it's time to stop it because you're wildly worthy. You are wildly worthy and mm. it's safe for you to turn on your light. If we, if the lighthouse doesn't turn on the light, mm. all the ships in the harbour are going to crash into the shore, mm. right, and not fully make their way back in safely. So you are that lighthouse and if you don't turn on that light and fully allow yourself to be seen, the ships cannot make their way to you. Those people, those relationships, those opportunities, whatever it is that you're wanting to call in cannot see you and come to you unless you're turning on your light and allowing yourself to be seen. So go and be wildly worthy. Go and be a bad bitch today, right? And embrace whatever it is that you need to embrace. Channel some of mine and Ella's energy today. When I was starting out in my business and I was sitting like in a chair with a client, you know, doing havening and I'd think, oh my gosh, what am I doing? You know, where, where is this going? Am I actually even helping this person? I would sit and I'd say, Karen, come upon me now. Louise, come upon me now. Dr. Michael, come upon me now. Ronnie Rudin, be here now. Right, Kate Truitt, mm-mm, I see you. Right, <laughs> all of my mentors, all of the people that I looked up to, I would call in their energy to be with me. Whenever I'm cooking, right, and I'm making a pasta sauce, I'm like, Nona, be with me now. And a miracle happens, right? Mm. We call in that energy. So inviting you, wherever you're at, whatever you're making your way through, however you're wanting to be seen, who do you need to be? What energy can you call in to help you in order to connect with that of which you want? Because if you're like, oh, I have this dream, I want more. I want more. If you know that, like you're already halfway there. Mm. But it, it's up to you. 
it's meant to be, it's, it's up to me, mm. right? It, it truly is up to you to make that first step and to practice just allowing the world to see you more in whatever way and shape or form that is. Yeah. 1% more every day. That's all it takes. It's safe to be seen. Mm-hmm. So go and take a screenshot of this podcast right now, post it on your social media and tell people that you're willing to be seen. Mm. Go and give your audience and those who are seeing you permission to also be seen. Because we will reshare it Ooh, and yeah. we will get you in front of more people as well. Yeah. And so it's, it's safe to be seen. Thanks for tuning in to Wildly Worthy. We're on a mission to help you live your best life. We hope that you found today's episode inspiring and valuable. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us to reach more people and to continue to create content that is meaningful and impactful. And be sure to follow us on social media at The Enlightened Co. Please tag us as we love hearing from our listeners. Remember, you are wildly worthy of living a life that you want. Keep taking risks pursuing your passions and growing into the best version of yourself. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Wildly Worthy. And remember, be Be wildly wildly you. you.